This is your favorite sports podcast on the official Moose's Mulligans website. Two and two. Descalso hits a fly ball, deep right field, and there it goes. Daniel Descalso, a two-run homer, is second this year. He's knocked in four tonight, and the D-backs have a 7-2 lead. Not a bad night from the cleanup spot for number three. Now here's your host, Alex Streisick. Welcome back to Moose's Mulligans, your favorite sports podcast for money talks and BS walks. I'm your host, Alex Streisak. Excited to bring you another great episode here and excited to talk more sports. And for this episode, since we got a lot of viewer questions this week, we're going to go to those viewer questions. So I thought I'd spend the whole episode answering what you guys sent in. Kroger. Your Delta Tau guy name is Pinto. Why Pinto? Why not? So let's kick it off right away. Uh, it was from Rachel in New York, and she asked, which two MLB surprise teams are for real, and which two aren't? Now, for me, if you read the preview, a surprise team right now would be something like, to me, the Arizona Diamondbacks. They got off to a great start and are in first place in the NL West. It seems like they're eating up all the Dodger wins. And I, I would say that they're for real. After watching their competitiveness and how how good they've been as a team with their chemistry and their pitching has been great with Zach Godley. Their bullpen's been solid with Boxberger and Archie Bradley. And the fact that Paul Goldschmidt isn't hitting that well and they're still winning, this team's serious. This team's seriously good. So that's one team I would say for sure is... The real deal is the Arizona Diamondbacks. The other team that looks like they're the real deal is the Atlanta Braves. Ozzie Albies is off to a great start with his career with them. Freddie Freeman's putting up MVP numbers, even though it's short so far. It's a short season so far. Freddie Freeman looks great. Their pitching, Voltanevich is coming around really good. And their bullpen still has some learning to do with Vizcaino. He's had some bumps, but all signs are pointing up for the Atlanta Braves. My two surprise teams that I don't think will be hanging around a while. I've been talking about the Mets. They've been proving me wrong. They've won nine in a row. They're 11-1 and one going into when I recorded this. I don't think they're going to keep it up. There's going to be injuries, and their pitching hasn't been consistent over the last two, three years here. And so far in this short sample size, it's been very consistent. I don't think it's going to stay in it up. I'd look for the New York Mets to start sliding down the NL East as the Nationals start picking up wins again that they were missing. The Atlanta Braves continue to improve, and the Philadelphia Phillies continue to improve. My other team I think that's surprising right now that won't hang around is the Toronto Blue Jays. They're in second in the AL East. They got to nine wins way faster than I thought they would. They've had some luck. They had a huge grand slam from Justin Smoke against the Yankees. I don't think it's going to stand up. Their pitching's not very good. Aaron Sanchez has shown flashes, but it hasn't been there. Strowman's lacked some consistency. Bullpen still has a lot of questions. 
and the lineup is very injury-prone, as Josh Donaldson just went back on the DL. So, I would have to say that the Diamondbacks and the Braves are for sure going to be competing. I'm not saying that they're going to win their division or even a wild card. I'm just saying they seem like more of a chance to be the real deal team versus someone like the Mets or the Blue Jays. Next question I got. Let's see here. Joseph from Los Angeles said for uh, any round one NBA predictions, I actually did post that uh, on Saturday morning. You can check it out at moosesmulligans.blogspot.com. Or go to our official website, moosesmulligans.weebly.com, and then click on Articles. I have all the NBA predictions, and not a lot of upsets, really. I mean, I see some series going deeper than some people would. But my team to watch, Utah Jazz against Oklahoma City Thunder. That might be the most competitive close series out of all of them. Looking on the East, I'm excited to see how the 76ers do with home court advantage as a three seed. And I'm excited to see how LeBron handles being a four seed. It's pretty low for him in his career. We'll see how the team answers to that. Next question is from Ralph in New York. All the postponed baseball games, what is my opinion on that? Well, baseball makes their money at the ballpark. So they're going to argue that they need to schedule these games and try to get them in as much as possible because that's where they make their money, not so much on TV and stuff. They make it with people coming to the ball game buying $50 seats for two people each, and buying a hot dog and a beer for 15 bucks total. That's where baseball makes their money. But if the games are getting postponed, then you're not making money at the game. They're not happening. You'll, yeah, they're make-up games later, but that, does, that, that doesn't help now. The, the way I see solving the problem is open up the series like the first two, three weeks of the season on the West Coast, in the South, and in domes if you're going to play East Coast, if you have to. I mean, once you start drifting into, like, Minnesota when they have an outdoor ballpark, I mean, I've been there in May. It snowed a little bit. To have an outdoor games in Minnesota when it's freezing or for the White Sox and the Cubs being outdoors in Chicago and it's still freezing, I, I think it really comes down to domes playing West Coast and South. And if you could figure it out well enough, uh, you could actually have the World Series starting before the NFL season even kicks off. So that might get some more youth involved in the game. All right, let's go to our next question. Leo in San Francisco says he's heard a lot of talk about Josh Allen out of me. Now, he wants to know what my top three quarterbacks are, in my opinion, going into this draft. Basically summarizing up what he said. Now, if... I have been talking a lot about Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen is the best quarterback in this draft. Now, the reason I think he's the best quarterback in this draft is he has the potential to be the best quarterback. And that's all you can... You you, you don't know for sure if any of these quarterbacks are going to pan out. I mean, look where Tom Brady was drafted. And then look where Jamarcus Russell was drafted. So... I really do like Josh Allen as the, num- as the number one quarterback in this out of Wyoming. He's got the skill set. You just got to teach him a little bit, let him grow a little bit, go through a little learning pain, and I think he'll pan out to be the best. Now, Baker Mayfield has shown a lot, a lot of winning in his history, and I, I'm not arguing that he has some issues, they say emotionally, but that's what football is, I hate to tell you. There's a lot of emotional issues in football. He has shown he does have the talent. Now we'll see if we can piece it all together. 
But Sam Darnold at USC has been talked out about a lot, and I, I'm not, I'm not so, I'm not as sure on him as other people are. They seem to think he's the most NFL ready right now. I don't think that means he's the best for the future. I don't, I don't think he's going to pan out to be the best. If he's the best and most ready right now, maybe his potential's peaked a little bit. To me, I'm looking more at guys like Josh Rosen and Lamar Jackson. I think those are my top two and three in this upcoming draft. I'm a huge fan of Baker Mayfield, but I'm I have to see a little bit more. I'm not so sure he'll if he pans out. I'm not going to be so surprised. But if he doesn't pan out, I'm also not going to be so surprised. And I know that's a rough answer to take, but I'm I'm I think Josh Rosen, Josh Rosen, Lamar Jackson, and Josh Allen have the most potential going into this draft. Last question. Well, uh, we have enough time for one more question. Yeah, we have one, we have enough time for one more question. It's uh, Rex from Boston. Can the Celtics win the East without Kyrie and Gordon Hayward? Uh, yes, I think they can. I think they can definitely win the East. Still, I've talked about it with Bill Belichick. I mean, we've we've had a lot of Patriots teams roll in to start the season or start the playoffs. And they, oh, this isn't a Patriots team. They're too weak. They don't have Randy Moss. They're not, and they win the Super Bowl, or they get to the Super Bowl. You know, it's, you know why? Because good coaching will find a way. It'll be difficult without those guys. Of course, it's going to be a struggle. But I give them a much better shot of doing it than any other team, except for a team led by LeBron. I'm, I'm just going to say that up front. But Brad Stevens is a great coach. They have veteran presence of Al Horford. They have young talent with Brown, and they have young talent with Tatum. Uh, they, why, I don't see why they wouldn't. I don't see why they wouldn't do it. Uh, they they have a chance to win the East for sure. It's going to be tough. The Raptors are looking like they're piecing it together. The Cavaliers are always a threat because they have the best player in the NBA and in the world. It, it's going to be difficult. Of course it is. That's part of the playoffs. But when you have a good coach like Brad Stevens, it makes it just a little more likely that you have a chance of doing it. Doesn't mean you're going to do it, but it gives you more of a chance of doing it. So yeah, watch out for those Celtics. <laughs> I honestly, nobody really knows what's going to happen in the playoffs. That's why they always say all you got to do is make the playoffs because whoever gets on a hot streak is going to ride it. That's how it works. Winner go home. Luckily in basketball they get 7 games every series and it takes 2 months, so that that helps a little bit. That's what I think gives LeBron the most advantage. You're the best player in the NBA, it gives you more time to catch up to the other teams. There's no lucky game that knocks you out like in Mar- March Madness or a best of three series in college baseball. It's World Series. You know. It kind of takes the luck out and puts it more in skill, which does involve coaching like I was talking about. A lot of great questions this week. So uh, make sure to check out our articles at moosesmulligans.blogspot.com. You can find them at moosesmulligans.weebly.com too. Give us a like on facebook.com slash moosesmulligans. Just hit 200 likes. Go to twitter.com slash Mulligans. You can send your opinion in, like what just happened on this show. If you want your opinion on here, send them in. Love hearing it. So make sure to reach out to the show, and we'll have another new episode next Sunday, and we'll have a new MLB Power Rankings coming up this week, too. Just make sure to check that out at moosesmulligans.blogspot.com. And until next week, your favorite sports podcast where money talks and BS walks, I'm your host, Alex Dreisbeck. And we'll see you next Sunday.